Blog Talk Radio. TJ Smith, your one hour of reality for the week. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. It is August the 25th, 2012, and it gets crazier and crazier as we approach the election, as we approach war with Iran, war with Syria, saber rattling everywhere, mass shootings, people getting disgruntled, going and taking out people. Um, we got a ton of stuff to cover. We're going to cover the Brandon Robb stuff. We're going to get into a uh, face deal, which is um, is pretty interesting. But uh, TJ, thanks for jumping on board, man. How's everything going? Everything good? It's pretty good over here, you know, just chilling. All right, cool, man. Well, um, last week I broke down uh, derivatives and uh, the economics situation. We'll get into that a little bit today. But um, first, I wanted to jump into the um, the face deal, which is, um, for those of you I'm probably familiar with this, um, face deal is a facial recognition software. But um, I'm going to let the marketing department of face deal tell you about how great this stuff is. And remember, we're all under mind control. We're all being propagandized. We're all being swayed in one way or the other. And as soon as you break your conditioning and realize that you're always being bought and sold – from a from a corporate standpoint, you're always being sold to. You're always being manipulated, whether that's in a political sense or if it's in a figurative sense to get you into a cashless society and all of that stuff. So here's the clip, and then I'm going to have TJ break it down on the backside. So enjoy. We asked ourselves, why haven't Facebook check-ins gone mainstream? Check-ins provide a powerful mechanism for businesses to deliver discounts to loyal customers. But few businesses, and even fewer customers, are taking advantage of this. So we set out to evolve the check-in process by creating a seamless method for checking in and getting deals. FaceDeals is an automated check-in system using passive facial recognition to notify you of in-store deals that are customized just for you. Cameras have been developed to identify FaceDeals participants in a matter of seconds. To get started, log into Facebook and grant FaceDeals permission. Next, verify your likeness to complete your profile. When a face is confidently recognized, the deal is set into action. FaceDeals dynamically optimizes your deal based on your Facebook-like history and delivers your customized deal to your mobile device all while checking you in. It's that simple. FaceDeals is currently beta testing with select Nashville businesses and will soon roll out in major cities worldwide. Developed by Red Pepper Lab. So TJ, there you go. You know, n- nothing to see here, not the mark of the beast, we promise. And um, talk about what you and I discussed before we came on air about how this has been going on for a while, but now they're just coming out in the open with it saying, hey, you know, now we're going to use all this spy grid stuff that we've been spying on you for years since the Patriot Act. We're going to utilize all that and make it convenient for you to buy and sell, you know, Mark of the Beast stuff. So so break that down for us. Facial recognition is actually nothing new under the sun. Uh, um, like how we was talking before we actually came on the show, we was talking about how like this technology has actually been around for a number of years, and that even stores, people like Walmart, people like Target, JCPenney, stores like this, um, somewhat that these stores actually have the technology to actually to monitor your eye movement to see what would you actually look at first, so then they can actually crunch this data, so then they can actually place items strategically on the shelves to actually to get you to buy it. It also goes to show that even some of the music that they actually play and stop some malls or they have experimented with actually has subliminal messages that is actually telling you to buy things. You don't notice, of course, because you're not paying attention to it, but these subliminal messages 
you know, uh, once it actually is processed inside your brain, it actually forces you um, to buy. These are different techniques that they actually have. And um, something that I have um, discussed before, which is known as Project Echelon, which is one of the um, U.S. governments, um, as well as NATO's um, main source of spying on you, in which they basically analyze all forms of telecommunication data, and they analyze it. This is just adding to the spy grid. If you go to um, um, Europe, especially the United Kingdom, I cannot tell you how many CCTVs they have, how many cameras you have if you just go walking down the street. There's like a camera every so many feet. Yeah, there was a uh, there was an article that I broke down, gosh, it must have been over two months ago, and it talked just about that, about the CCTVs over in the U.K., and uh, I think that I think that if the person was um, – I think the person did like a three-mile walk, they can expect to be photographed over 300 and something times, or you would be over on over 300 and something cameras. I mean just ridiculous, and that was back like four or five years ago. So as TJ said, this is nothing new, but you know now they're just rolling it out as something good. And always remember, guys, technology is in, itself, I mean, is in of itself excellent. I mean, look at what we can do now. We can we can have facial we can have conversations with one another over the internet thousands of miles away, you know, face to face actually seeing the person, being able to converse with them, sharing information in real time like that. But also remember there's there's built-in back doors to these things, which the government admits there's built-in back doors and kill switches and all that stuff, but they bury it in these documents and these classified, you know, unclassified documents. Just like what um, what we talked about with the uh, with the shooter, how the FBI had an internal release to Department of Homeland Security saying in May, saying, "Hey, watch out for shooter or for shooters in theaters and and mass gatherings and stuff like that." So this information is out there, and one of the things that TJ and I talked about earlier this week that I think that you know we need to clarify some stuff is that. Infowars.com in the Drudge Report and all of these other alternative media sites are becoming the dominant media. And, and why are they becoming the dominant media? Because they're doing real journalism. Whatever you think about Alex Jones, you know, bag that. But the information that he gets out and makes readily available to the population is invaluable. And so we'll always give kudos to that. And TJ, let me um, let's dive into the next the next topic that we had. And that was uh, the Brandon Robb stuff. So for those of you that don't um, that haven't heard, Brandon Robb is a um, is a retired Marine. He he posted a, a some song lyrics on Facebook, and then the the feds enacted the the snatch and grab from the NDAA, which remember we don't have to worry about that because it doesn't apply to citizens, but then it does apply to citizens, and now it's actually being implemented. And it's mainly, you know, scare tactics. But but what these people do that actually get grabbed for the most part is they make um, they will make some kind of um, some kind of violent um, statement. Whether it's you know I'm going to sharpen my axe, which was you know obviously um, some song lyrics, or if it's somebody saying that hey economic collapse is coming, I'm going to go buy some guns to protect myself. Those are the kinds of things that you need to really watch what you say on Facebook because remember, all these things are being monitored. So this is a clip from the Alex Jones Show where the attorney for Brandon Robb is interviewed, and he talks about how this is a growing trend. And then I am going to break down the uh, the MIAC strategic report, which you can all find on, on the website, wearenotcattle.net. But you can also find it by just Googling MIAC, which is M-I-A-C strategic report. And um, I'm going to break down where it talks about, and this is back in 19, I think it's 1996, where it talks about the real, the real threat to Americans is the modern militia movement, aka the liberty movement. And it talks about how Ron Paul supporters, libertarian, constitutionalists, anybody that doesn't like, anybody that says the Federal Reserve's private. So we'll break that down on the backside, and then I want to give TJ's take on this chilling effect that they're trying to send now down from the ranks of the federal government down to the local militia and also to you know local retired veterans so here's the clip on the brandon robb lawyer the police arrived at his home said he committed no crime but he had done some facebook posts they arrested him in his shorts shoving him in the police car took him to the police station turned him over to a mental institution and 
he was there approximately a week, and we got a judge yesterday to say there was no factual basis to keep him in the institution. He was to be released immediately. And I just had a reporter call me from that county. He says, John, we just discovered there was 20 other people in this county alone that were arrested like that just this month. So, and this is happening all over the country. Uh, in Virginia alone, over 20,000 people are civilly committed each year in Virginia alone like this. So the thing was, I say it here, and it's important for uh, people who are really love their country and want freedom, uh, what uh, his mom did was great. She got out on Facebook and the Internet and started screaming about this. We were alerted and we got involved. But without that, folks, I think there are a lot of, lot of, lot of people in America disappearing, but uh, what I'm hearing from the veterans groups is there are a lot of veterans. Oh, absolutely. Let me stop you because we can open the phones up now and load them with veterans that have been grabbed for no reason. I mean, if they say, I hate Obama, he's a piece of garbage, or I hate this, they show up, the Secret Service have them fired, and then they're grabbed and taken away. Some of them never come back. Others, they take their guns. This is a new creeping authoritarian uh, disappearance thing that is happening, and you just blew me away. This is amazing. You got called by a reporter. Please give us details because we're going to write a story about this. And I know you've also been writing articles and press releases there on your site. We're going to give that out in a moment. But this is going to be big national news, I would imagine. Uh, now the Drudge Report will probably want to look at this. I mean, this is a big deal. You're saying in one county. That in Virginia, the county where he was arrested and taken away, the reporter said, we, we were surprised. We checked into it. Twenty people just this month have been taken away like that in Chesterfield County, Virginia. That's what the reporter told me. He said, this is pretty freaky stuff. And I said, that's right. So, yeah, it is pretty freaky stuff, TJ, where you can't even post something on Facebook, where you can't even have an, an opinion about um, – you can't have a political view. I mean, I guess you can as long as it aligns with what, you know, what the mainstream says that you can have a political view about. So – let me break down the MIAC report really quick. I'm just going to read a subsection of it so everybody can understand that this has been a policy that has been in place and has been disseminated down to law enforcement. Now, they denied that they denied that this, this report even got out, and this is not supposed to be a, um, a, a target list. But, um, I mean, just how it reads is very, very creepy. And it talks about the political propaganda. This is where I'm going to start off, and this is on page 7 of the report. It says, militia members most commonly associate with third-party political groups, TJ and myself. It is not uncommon for militia members to display constitutional party, campaign for liberty, or libertarian material. These members are usually supporters of presidential candidates Ron Paul, Chuck Baldwin, and Bob Barr. So, TJ, break that down, and you've seen this, TJ. I sent it to you the other day, and you're looking through all the flags and stuff. They've got the militia symbol, which is the "Don't Tread on Me" flag, which which basically just says that I, I'm a you know I'm a sovereign human being. Just as long as you don't mess with my inalienable rights that are granted to me by the Constitution, we're going to be fine. But you know, don't start overstepping your bounds and have power grabs and start turning this country that we love so much into into a police state. And and that's what we see here with the drones, with the cameras, with the face deal stuff. It's a slow creep into what could be, not necessarily what is, what could be an authoritarian police state. So, TJ, break that down from your perspective, and then we'll, we'll move on a little bit, and we'll get into what, the, what the, um, the Texas judge had to say about all of this. I mean, I tell people, um, should you really be surprised? I mean, what was it, last year or was it two years ago, um, the Department of Homeland Security released um, um, a newsletter – calling all anyone who is a Christian, anyone who is a soldier, anyone who wear blue jeans and so forth is a terrorist and they and they should be watched. I mean they actually released it. You can actually find this. Yeah, and, and, and talk about I the mean, uh, talk about the videos that they had out where um they talking about the white new terrorists. Yeah, the new yeah. terrorists and anybody that has a camera and all this. So break that down. Take it a little bit further. We see now it's so amazing because last year Homeland Security made a video showing that the new terrorist people to hit America will be white males. Now we go to this year and a lot of the shootings that we have seen have been white males. Now, 
Uh, of course, yeah. Now the shooting that happened, uh, what was it yesterday, with like the Empire State Building, that is different from what happened in Colorado. You see, uh, Jeffrey, uh, the guy who was the gunman from the Empire State Building, he actually went after one person. Right. The guy in Colorado went after a number of people, though. His psychiatrist worked for the government. Oh, no, come the on. PhD, the way he was getting his PhD, that program was funded by the government. It was funded by DARPA. Come on, TJ. And Don't be a conspiracy theorist. That people inside the movie theater on camera who was there said that it was more than one guy. Multiple shooters, canisters from opposite directions, but then now, the official narrative gets rolled out. You know, it, it's it's... It seems right. like that we're we're always looking at this. The official narrative gets rolled out right after something like this happens, and then it's hey, go back to sleep, right? Not to and not to mention that this this came not too long before the UN had their talk about guns. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that this happened down the street from a medical school who was actually practicing a, a scenario into which what would happen if a gunman walked inside a theater who was right. using a gun. And grenades. Yeah. Not to mention that they said that the shooter in the Colorado shooting uh, bought, of course, his his ammunition and stuff. Um, uh, what from local gun shops? But where did he get grenades? Where did this guy have extensive knowledge of, you know, rigging? Explosives. Yeah. Now and you fact- broke you broke that down so well on the show and talking about how the guy just, you know. And and this is what didn't add up for either one of us, even after you know the official narrative got rolled out, where where he said, "Well, I got a surprise waiting for you in my apartment. It's completely booby trapped." And you you even said to me, "Why would you do that, right?" I mean, why would you tell somebody that you actually? <laughs> I mean, but okay, but fast forward. Okay, now we have the ski um, temple. Yeah, uh, the Sikh temple. Yeah, yeah uh, the Sikh temple. The same guy who led the attack on that temple was former military but under the division of psychological yeah it just uh, there's a lot of things that don't make sense and and tj are not saying that you know that the government staged all this stuff or anything like that but what we're what we are saying is that in order to have an informed population you need to ask questions and there there are some actual news or outlets out there they're asking the tough questions, and and then there's no there's no response to it. So TJ, let's let's shift gears a little bit, and um, let's get into what the the judge in Texas said that made national news. And remember, remember, guys, the new world order doesn't exist. Global government doesn't exist, even though they announced it on like you know MSNBC saying that. And and we played the clip here on the show that, yes, is this global government at last? Is this one world? You know, all of this stuff. It doesn't exist, but yet we've got one of the one of the top elected officials in Lubbock County, Texas, which uh, coincidentally um, my, my mother is from Texas. So, you know, there's a saying that you don't mess with Texas, and this guy means business, and I, and I don't know how accurate this is, but the concern – that TJ and I have, the concern that that a lot of people that are paying attention have is actually now becoming a main talking point of not only not only the um the small outliers as we're called, I guess, the you know, the people that want um private property, they want to uh, to end the Fed, you know, those people, the the independents, the 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 real Americans that understand that that what we're under right now is actually becoming very, very scary, and what we want to do is break that down on the backside. But here is what the the Texas judge had to say about uh, about the current situation, and the very first of it is the setup from the news organization, and then you'll hear exactly what he says about the sovereignty of the United States, and then TJ and I will break it down on the backside. Lubbock County Judge Tom Head and Commissioner Mark Heinrich went into great detail last night on our air about why it's necessary to raise the tax rate by 1.7 cents the next fiscal year. Here's the crux of the matter, an across-the-board pay increase is needed for the attorneys on the DA staff to keep them from being poached by higher-paying counties. And the sheriff needs to expand his staff by seven deputies to reduce call response times, minimize officer fatigue, and reduce the turnaround time for investigations. But that's not all. 
Judge Head says he and the county must be prepared for many contingencies, one that he particularly fears. If President Obama is reelected, he is going to try to hand over the sovereignty of the United States to the UN. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's going to happen when that happens? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking worst case scenario. Right, right. Okay. I understand. Civil unrest, civil disobedience, civil war, maybe. I and mean, we're not talking just a few riots here and demonstrations. We're talking, we're talking Lexington, Concord, take up arms and get rid of the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what's going to happen if we do that? If the public decides to do that, mm-hmm. he's going to send in UN troops. I don't want them in Lubbock County. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to stand in front of their pers- armored personnel carriers and say, "You're not coming in here." Mm-hmm. And the sheriff, I've already asked him. I said, "You going to back me?" He said, "Yeah, I'll back you." Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want a bunch of rookies back there. True. I want trained, equipped, seasoned veteran officers mm-hmm. to back me. Whether you agree with the judge or think his theories are unrealistic, the reality is a tax hike that will provide an additional $832,433, coupled with about a $2 million cut to make these numbers work. You can sound off at two public hearings tomorrow morning at 10 and Monday, August 27th, also at 10. Both hearings are at Commissioner's Court. Okay, TJ. So... Remember, global government doesn't exist. The UN's not going to try to um, to usurp us and and combine everything under, you know, one world or a new world order because that's just uh, kooky talk. But yet we've got an elected official here in Lubbock County, Texas, saying that he's worried about it. I'm worried about it. You're worried about it. There's a there's a large segment of the population that's that's worried about it. Just because we've you know, we've paid attention over the last couple of years and, and saw that this lean towards global governance is has just really become um instead of it just being a lean, now it's almost like a um like a gallop. Now we're kind of almost trotting towards it. So break down what he's trying to say and and, and how they're planning on bringing this in with the derivatives and everything and then we'll um we'll talk a little bit further about um, the situation in America and and how we need to make sure that the people are informed and they make informed decisions rather than just going with whatever campaign slogan they like the most. This one man from Texas has <laughs> he I mean he, he had put it pretty, out there right I mean he, he just pretty right much out. just took um, what they planned and exposed it <laughs> to the highest degree. I, I can't I couldn't have made a better statement. I mean. Uh, of course, the news um, channels that we actually see in South America is actually owned by uh, the conglomerates who is actually held by the shareholders who actually control what we see here, yada, yada. There's a lot of news that actually comes out that they actually don't show. And if you go uh, backwards uh, this year, last year, you actually see that the U.S., was actually training with um, Russian soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Mexican in Colorado. Yeah. yeah, they was trained with foreign military. They had plans to bring. They did train with NATO. They they you do not train with soldiers in such your own country unless you are you know planning to do something. Okay, the point of the matter is that the proof is there. They actually have video. They have pictures of U.S. training with Russian soldiers mm-hmm. training with. Um, soldiers from the European Union. That's not fake. That is real. What he's talking about, um, if Obama gets reelected, is what we call the economic collapse. Mm-hmm. The economic collapse, which would be caused by derivatives, because yep. derivatives is um, now when we talk about okay, the U.S. debt. Okay, the U.S. debt is 15 trillion headed towards 16 trillion, but that only accounts for the debt that we actually owe other countries. That does not include the debt that we actually have ourselves, okay? It jumps up. But when you include derivatives, mm-hmm. the U.S. debt actually jumps up to the quadrillions. Yep. And but, it's 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 almost – it was, what, 700 and – gosh, I think it was like 760 uh, trillion, and that was back in like 2009. So it's been three more years, and – and 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 for those of you that don't understand derivatives, um, go listen to the show that I did last week, which was was basically just a breakdown on derivatives, how they work, how how they're dangerous, is because they're off balance sheet and basically nobody has to have any cash 
on the back end in order to uh, to cover the losses if the derivative fails. And a derivative is just a uh, risk on on any particular asset that gets separated from the asset, which is which is absolutely bonkers to begin with. But you know, hey, they um, they charge us interest from you know the Federal Reserve to our to our government loaning our government money in interest, which I broke down also about how the interest is about 1.5 trill per year and that all of your in, all of your income tax money just goes to paying interest on the debt. That's why our debt never our debt never goes anywhere. It all goes up because we're not doing anything. We're just paying interest. So so TJ get into it a little bit more and about how the derivatives collapse could could bring about a, 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 an economic collapse and about how the central bankers are going to pose as the saviors to um to the collapse that that they engineered through all these derivatives that they've created basically phony money out of nothing as they as they always do. Uh the US has over 300 plus million people. Maybe I'd say about what 306 million people. Mm-hmm. Out of those 306 million people, half of the American uh public actually work so that that means so where's the other half of them getting their money TJ where are the other half a lot half? of them actually get their money from government assistance oh and when i say government assistance now now see people know a lot of times when you talk about government assistance people don't think okay welfare food stamps mm-hmm. no 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 see government assistance covers anybody who receives money from the yeah. government yeah. that that also includes social security that also includes veterans. That also includes people who actually work for the government. That includes the United States military. That includes, uh, I mean, there are more people. See, when you start factoring in those, you actually see that it's actually more people on government assistance than mm-hmm. you actually know, not to mention students who actually get government loans, okay? But taking aside that, okay, let's – Let's only look at the people who receive food stamps, people on welfare, disability, so forth. That number is right there. Is I mean, inside the millions. So, uh, all together, there's about I don't know, maybe like fifty something million people. I'm talking about when you include everybody who's actually on government, something with government, probably fifty million or more. If the economic collapse happens, this means that the U.S. will have to default on its debt. When the U.S. default on its debt, this basically means that you will have inflation and then possibly hyperinflation, yeah. which means that everything will basically goes up. People won't get paid nothing, and that the 401K, the Social Security, all the money that you have stored up will be wiped out. Mm-hmm. When this happens, you won't be able to buy no food, so forth, so forth. So and, then, and then the people are going to say, government save me, right? Yeah, government saved me, but the government won't have no money to save you. So oh. what happens then? Well, then you have civil unrest. Mm-hmm. That's right. when you have to bring in foreign troops. That's when you have to open up FEMA camps. That's when you have to take the guns from the American public so they cannot fight against the police. That's right. There you go. So, and I don't know if you guys can hear me in the background. I've been clicking, trying to find the, uh, the clip that I had archived, which was basically um, – you know, there's a there's a there's a really valid reason for the gentleman saying what he said about um, about bringing in foreign troops. And the one thing that the one thing that we we covered uh, a couple of shows ago was the UN gun treaty. And then the, and within the UN gun treaty, we read we read the the uh, it wasn't an amendment, but um, we read the articles online. And TJ and I covered them at nauseum, saying that we're going to have a little group force that's going to come here. And make sure that everybody registers their firearms with the UN. Do you remember that, TJ? That they're going to have their special little task force that's going to come here and register, you know, the firearms with the um, yeah. with the UN, and they're going to make sure that, and they're also going to register the bullets and everything like that. But you know, you no, know, this is all for your safety. And everybody. that what what we read mm-hmm. uh, the other week that was the exact act from um, what was it? Was it? Um, the UN gun treaty? Yeah, that was it. The that APT the treaty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you think that we're lying, you can read the UN gun treaty. If you read it, this is the same gun treaty that, that they was talking about meeting on, okay? Mm-hmm. It clearly states in the United Nations gun treaty that 
you will have foreign troops mm-hmm. inside the U.S. to make sure they confiscate your guns. How clear can I mean? Because some people are, oh, okay, well, they're just theorizing. No, no, no. This is actually inside the UN gun treaty. Yeah. No bull. No. Read it. Yeah. And, and you know, we we're trying to do a public service here by reading it out to everybody, so you don't even have to go look at it. But we always we always use the mantra as Reagan did: trust but verify. So that's why TJ and aren't aren't, aren't going to come out and say that. Yeah, the the government staged these shootings. The government did this. The government did that. That's really walking down a, a, a really – you're kind of pigeonholing yourself right there. There's a lot of different moving parts that go on to it. You know, governments have been known to, to stage mass shootings. Governments have been known to, to blow up buildings. And and that's just not me saying that. These are documented, you know, Operation Operation Gladio and stuff like that where they talk about mass shootings and car bombs and stuff. So, you know, these are all declassified documents. But what we what we really need to understand is that how all of this came into play and, and what we're looking at and, and how how the authoritarian state has been set up or you know, not for not for our benefit. We'll just put it that way. And there's one clip that I have to load up that I forgot to load up before the show, so hopefully it'll load. But, but TJ, let's break down what, how we've gotten to this point. And this is not where we wanted to go with the show before the show began, but this is kind of where the show's taken us. Let's break down what the Patriot Act did as far as establishing the TSA and about how now you're seeing the TSA. And I've got articles right here that I'll post on the, on the website under the show links talking about how the TSA was going through bags at the Paul Ryan event and and how and what I'm trying to load up now is the audio of TSA being at 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 um at high school proms because they're the authorities on how to pat somebody down. So TJ, let's break down about how regimes, whether it's the Soviets, the the um the uh, the, the Nazis, um the the Chai Coms, you know, the Chinese government when they create an a force that's not a a sanctioned force from the government, meaning it's not a um, – they don't swear an oath to the Constitution or anything like that. They just create like a side posse, mm-hmm. and then that side posse will end up growing, and and then they'll, they'll start out doing just acclamation like what they've done with the TSA being in the airports. That was acclamation. Remember, you know, walk us through the process. It starts out with – Hey, we're going to have the metal detectors, okay? And then all of a sudden, there's a guy that puts a firecracker in his pants who was gotten onto the plane by the – we don't know if it was State Department, but the government got the guy on the plane. So, And then we have magically just waiting in the wings, we have these body scanners that get thrown into to all of the airports and then break down how – start from there. Start from the the original use of the TSA. And then with the metal detectors and then the firecracker in the pants, the body scanners, and now how they're going out to proms, how they're on the street doing checkpoints, and and how this is all going to manifest if we don't start speaking out much like what Texas did and says, hey, you know, you start groping genitals, you start, you know, you know, going inside the pants, that's a felony, we're going to start charging you guys personally. So break it down from that perspective about how it starts out. And then about how it can balloon if the population doesn't say, "Hey, wait, we don't like this. This is this is a violation of our rights." So break it down from from the metal detectors and the TSA to the body scanners to where we are today, and and, and all of the the spy grid and how it all kind of intertwines, and, and why this is this should be a very big concern of um, of the population here in the United States. Okay, I'm gonna give you a very good example. Um, Let's say that um, you all, the listeners, are the people at the top. Me and Jake are just regular U.S. citizens. Okay, so we cool, right? We have metal detectors for the TSA to make sure, okay, that you know that nobody brings no weapons on the plane. Cool, all right. Back then, you you really didn't have that. Like you really didn't have that. Okay, so you all who are at the top now, you all have a plan that. Well, we need to go to war. How are we going to get to war? Well, we got to blow up something. So you all blow up a World Trade Center. Now we got to crack down on security so this can't happen again. So now we the citizens, okay, 
we have to, okay, so, you know, it's all cool, the heightened security at the airports, boom. But, nah, I mean, we got to let these people feel it because, you know, we are not on you all level. So we actually bring this little raunchy kid who couldn't get on the plane the first time, mm-hmm. but men in suits bring him back, get him on the plane, and mm-hmm. then he stuffs off firecrackers on the plane. This is now this is got- all this is all government released in the testimony documents that the sharp dressed man got the guy on the plane. You've got witnesses. It's I mean this is all documented vetted stuff. Yeah, so because this is not this is not just you know conspiracy theory. This is facts. So keep if, going, TJ. If anybody doesn't think this is true, they actually had the people from the plane, especially on that one. I can't think of his name. Uh, <laughs> him and other people said that the the guy. Um, the underwear bomber tried to get on the plane the first time was denied. He was then brought back with men well dressed in suits and got on the plane without a without an ID passport. Not yeah. Okay, so he sets off firecrackers in his pants. Okay, well now we gotta have body scanners and we gotta pat you down. The body scanners supposed to detect bombs. However, they have been disproven that they can't even detect plastic explosives. So that's a slap in the face. Okay, so we have that, but now it has to go even further. Now we got to put people on the buses. We yeah. got to, you know, we have to be on the streets. We that have to be at your proms, at yeah. video, you know, we have to be at football games. We have to make sure that you, the citizens, we, we have to hold your hand to make sure that you don't do anything wrong. <laughs> I, like that anal- I like that analogy, hold your hand, because, you know, what happens? what happens is, and and TJ will will get into this a little bit more because I, I really like where he's trending with this thought. But remember what I said at the beginning of the show. You're being manipulated, whether it's through whether it's the majority of it's done through television because it's the easiest method to get to you. If you guys, I I have said this in the past that I've got a degree in marketing, and the reason I didn't pursue a career in marketing is I didn't like the fact that there was a fine line between manipulation and and good advertising. And that line is getting ever so blurred. And and guess what? The the chief advertiser is always going to be, especially when you're in a position like the United States is in where we have a swollen government, it's it's gonna be government, you know, swelling up and, and talking about how they're here to protect you and about here they're here to keep you safe. So they use the propaganda machine and they use fear. And and I'll even – we'll touch on an article, and I'll even give you the headline. You guys aren't going to believe it, but this is how they utilize fear to get the population in a frenzy to then pose as a savior saying, you know, like TJ said, come on. We'll hold your hand. You'll be okay. We'll get you – You know, it's like oh, you're yeah, 12. Go then, ahead. Then, then on top of that, you'd be like, okay, well, we have to hold your hand. And just like you said with the fear mongering, it'd be like, okay, well, now, well, we have to watch everyone because – you don't know. Your next door neighbor could be a terrorist. Your brother, your sister could be a terrorist. So now everybody's watching everybody. And so then, oh, it's okay that, hey, everybody's watching everyone. We just can come in, hold your hand. We will come for you, make sure nobody's doing anything crazy. But if you reject it, if you reject it, if you say, no, I'm not going to get this pat down, I don't want you on every freaking corner. I don't want you on the buses. I don't want you on the trains, whatever, scanning me. Oh, well, then you know what happens? Guess what? If you reject it, we're going to stage something else that's going to make you want. Yeah, to get you to to fall in line. And and what's happening now is the population is waking up to all of this. You know, you're getting informed people out there. You're getting people that are wanting to try to figure out why this is happening. And and if you transported somebody from like 1980 until the United 1980 United States into the United States of today, they wouldn't recognize this country for the most part. They wouldn't recognize the fact that you've got these blue-shirted guys that get to touch you. They're like, well, they would be like, what the heck is going on? Why does that guy get to touch you before you go onto a plane? And and it's all it's all conditioning and the fact that they will condition you and. And it's like it's like we've talked about before. There's always a fight between two things. There's always a fight between personal liberties and the state. And I don't mean that as as like a huge overstepping bounds thing with the with the state. But the state will always try to grab power in certain situations. They if there's any kind of if there's any kind of um, 
let's say emergency or there's any kind of um of fear like what TJ talked about with the mass shootings and stuff they go for they they reach for the power grab and you saw it and TJ and I saw it and we broke it down on the show right after the mass shooting you have instantly the guys come out and say we need gun control we need to ban semi-autos we need to do this we need to restrict you know the clip sizes and stuff like that and and what's funny is that you saw the people like myself the people like TJ that that are using common sense saying no 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 we need guns to protect ourselves from these people we need guns to 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 make our streets safe TJ yeah i mean Kennesaw, Kennesaw Georgia is one of the safest places to live and you and i are about 15 20 minutes from there why is it one of the safest places to live in america everybody got guns everybody <laughs> is required if you're a homeowner you're required to have a firearm you i mean are required it's like i said on the other show they're talking about we need to have a gunman. Newsflash, the majority of crimes committed inside the United States is done by what? Oh, guns bought illegally. Oh, yeah. You banning legal guns does not stop the crime because the majority of crimes are bought with I mean, are committed with illegal guns. Yeah, think about what would happen in New York City if you would have had that guy would have never, and I mean never, with the with the population as large as as the um, as the city of New York, if even fifteen percent of the population was armed, uh, no way that that guy ever goes in and just goes right after somebody. But they understand that hey, you know I can go in and and he's probably not thinking this clearly or this cogent, but you know let's let's go ahead and say it, you know that. He just went in and said, "Well, you know, I could probably kill this guy. Nobody's going to really stop me because, you know, nobody's got a firearm, none of this stuff. So I can, you know, probably shoot him and get away." Turns out that the cops ends up, you know, opening fire on him on the street and hitting a bunch of people, and we don't know if he shot or they shot or what, whatever it is. But that's beside the point. the The point of the matter is, like TJ said, the answer is not less guns, disarm the people, you know, turn us into basically basically meat or you know food on the table for the most part for these criminals it's More everybody gets that. trained everybody get a yeah. firearm get trained on self defense get trained on stuff like that so i mean there is some inherent risk in life everybody i hate mm-hmm. to say it you know every time you get in your car you're, you're i think you're probably 100 and this is probably a really reserved number you're probably 100 times more likely to get killed in a car wreck than you are in a mass shooting or just even shot in general right i mean tj so that's the number that one way how um americans actually die car crashes kill more americans every year than um i mean uh, than any other thing inside america i mean i mean it's true i mean think about it like this if you was living in South Carolina, medieval period, if somebody went and they like slashed people with a sword, what are you gonna do? Oh, we need to ban the sword, so you know, no. Everybody gets a sword. Yeah, you get a sword <laughs> to defend yourself. It's like, it's, come on. Let me tell you, back then, men, okay, men carried around their sword like where wherever they went, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not talking about just like some of the peasants, but a lot of times. Men, even when you get to the colonial period, mm-hmm. they carried their rifle yeah. where they went. Yeah, and that's what started the Civil War. And I mean, a lot of people think that it was just you know, uh, it was the tea tax and stuff like that. No, they started coming after the weapons armories. They started coming after the weapons arm, or not the Civil War. I'm sorry, that's what started the uh, the Revolutionary War. They started coming after the armaments. Yeah, and they're like, oh wait a minute, no, we got to have some. Um, we gotta have some way to protect ourselves in our colonies here. This this is not happening. And what so, do you think the Minutemen were? Uh, Regular yeah. men who had their guns. Yep. <laughs> that were you know that were trained to throw down in a minute's notice, and that's why that's they got the name. Thing. So so here here is just an and and if you guys want to you know expand your knowledge base, go to go to the YouTube channel. We are not cattle TV. Look under some of the um, some of the favorites that we've got on there. One of them that I put up there the other day is called Psy War. It's absolutely amazing. It gets into the you know the father of propaganda and about how propaganda is being pushed in the United States and about how you know the marketing people will utilize um, ideal situations in order to push their product, even if their product has nothing to do with the ideal situation. Everybody wants the white picket fence and the clean house and the clean shirts and all that stuff, and about how they use that stuff to manipulate the population. And now we've gotten into the point. 
where the population has been dumbed down through fluoride and all these other additives in the food and all that, you know, all that other garbage that we've covered on fast shows. But here is the epitome of what we're dealing with, everyone. The fear-mongering, the, the lack of intelligence from the masses, and, and the lack of, of desire to get informed of the masses, which really baffles me. But here's just the headline, and I'll talk about it on the back end. It's, and this is from CBS News in Texas. It says, health officials say no need to call 911 for mosquito bites. People were actually freaking out that their kid was getting bit by a mosquito because of West Nile, which West Nile takes days to, to incubate in your system, and you won't have any symptoms or anything like that. But it just shows how one little blast, one little, oh, watch out for swine flu or watch out for, you know, now we've got, you know, all of these other little, these little diseases that, that come up. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. People were freaking out calling 911 because they thought their kid was getting West Nile because he got bit by a mosquito. And this is taking away from people doing real work, like you know, responding to traffic accidents, responding to people with heart attacks. So I got to go check on you know little Billy that got bit by a mosquito three days ago because his trendy mom thinks that he's got West Nile because because the the magic box told him that the West Nile is coming and and it's going to kill kids. I mean, TJ, break down how how society has turned into a bunch of a bunch of mind numb zombies and the fact that they will take anything that is spoon fed to them through the magic box and will freak out over it. And and what's really scary to me is that I see that it's almost like it's almost like the cool thing to do to freak out. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? It's I like mean, yeah. it's like oh oh my god we got huh, you know oh my god there was a mass shooting I don't want to go to the theater really really yeah I mean I mean come on I mean just because they have one mass shooting that doesn't mean that every movie theater inside the U S is gonna get shot you know uh, just because oh they have I'm like how many times have schools um, been shot up mm-hmm. what you gonna stop going to school mm-hmm. because they had a Virginia Tech a Columbine I mean come on like really you can't let you can't let certain things actually hold you back. And like I said before, that these news stations are actually controlled by uh, these conglomerates. And these conglomerates actually, um, come on. And in that movie, Psy War, <laughs> it goes into how the um, they had special intelligence ops going in there and writing the news stories for CNN. TJ, you and I have seen the clips of the guy that's supposed to be over in uh, – in Afghanistan, and he's literally sitting in a green screen room with a fake palm tree and a fan blowing, and he's talking about how a missile's coming in and and all this stuff. I mean, it's just it's it's so ridiculous, but the population just eats it up because they and and it's funny. I love your tagline at the end of all your text messages. They either <laughs> want to be they either want to yeah. be enslaved, or they just they have no idea what what reality is, and then they just they buy into whatever the system tells them, and then if the system tells them, hey, you need to freak out about West Nile, they start calling nine one one. Oh my God, I got bit by a mosquito. Am I gonna die? Why don't you go and research West Nile and see what it does? It doesn't kill in it doesn't kill people that are that are healthy. It doesn't kill people that are that are fully grown adults. The only people that really need to worry about West Nile are young kids and and, and aging people that are already you know with depleted uh, immune systems. So see, but this is the thing though. You see, what you see is that it just basically goes to show you how many people are actually followers and how many people can actually cannot think for themselves because they say, oh, just because a scientist. Just because someone on the news say so is right. <laughs> Meanwhile, most of those people that come on the news shows are bought and paid for, and yeah. they're scripted, and they're scripted on what to say, what questions are going to be asked, all of that stuff. So I, I tell people, I went to school for this, okay? <laughs> I have directed a news segment before. It's a tele. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, they don't understand that. Inside the camera, there's like this feed that comes up, and the news anchor is looking at the camera, and it's a freaking um, it's a teleprompter. It's, yeah, it's, it's a teleprompter, and like the person before actually types it all out into the computer, and then they just scroll it mm-hmm. up for them to read. And that's it. And that's why, and that's why you see that um, 
that they'll have political pundits on these these big conglomerates, these media conglomerates and stuff. But but remember, they're going to disseminate the talking point down, and and the talking point will be whatever you know, whatever the like like TJ says, whatever the producer wants to go with. Oh yeah, that's going to be. That's going to be how they're going to portray the story if they're going to have a left slant, a right slant, or what have you. So hey, it, that's the thing that they don't see. They don't see that there are actually writers. There's editors. There's mm-hmm. people back there before the news actually hits the air. There's mm-hmm. people that actually look through there and it'd be like, okay, well, let's not show this. Let's mm-hmm. cut this. Let's mm-hmm. actually swing it more towards this way. That's why when you mm-hmm. look at certain, that's why when you actually look at a lot of stations like CNBC and other things, they're slamming. Romney, mm-hmm. when Barack Obama and Romney are really still two of the same people. They really are. And then what happens is, is that you make the election about non-issues. You yeah. make the election about, and and it's turned into Gerald Salente coined the term, and I'm going to just say it because it is 100 percent true. It is the presidential reality show. People don't want mm-hmm. substance. There is a small portion of the population, TJ and myself, that want to say, hey. What is your view on this issue? This is a big issue. What's your view on this? What's your view on GMO labeling? Have you yeah. have you heard either one of them sound off on that? No, because you can't touch that because Monsanto and all these other guys have got their hands so deep in everybody's pockets that you can't you can't approach that subject. You can't approach. I mean, Romney's coming out saying that we need to audit the Fed, which is you know something good. So we're we're getting and. And I saw what was going on, and TJ and I broke it down on one of our shows where we did a special about Rand Paul, you know, backing Romney. And the reason that he did is because he's going with the philosophy within and against, where his dad just says, you know what? I fought the establishment for so long. I'm going to ride my white horse out of here. I'm just not going to sign on to the party line. And, you know, it's your job passing the torch to his son, saying, get in there, get into the party. And and change this thing from within because if we don't change it, we're going to end up in a very bad situation. You know, I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day, and we talked about how this is a tipping point. This election is a tipping point for the United States in the fact that you have you have two really really divided factions here in America. Mm-hmm. You have. The big government people that want government to take care of them, supply jobs and stuff like that, which almost always ends up being a corrupt, bloated system that turns in on the people and either has mass genocide or something like that, or they just enslave the population, or they turn the haves or the have-nots versus the haves, and then you get um, you get uprisings and stuff like that, and then you get real terror attacks. That's when real terror attacks come is when you have a population that's been cut off, like TJ said earlier, from the food stamps and all that, and then they just get desperate and they just go after everybody. That's that's when you'll have real, real terror attacks in the United States if something like that happens. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people that are you know, small government. Let's go back to the Constitution Foundations because we've strayed so far away from that with the big government Republicans, with the um, with the George Bushes of the world. With the removal of Glass-Steagall from Clinton, I mean, we put the country in a bad financial hold, yet it created a really big boom for a little bit of time. But now you have these two separate factions, and TJ, let's talk about how how this is so important, even though Romney, and like we talked about earlier, even though Romney isn't the, the ideal candidate for people like yourself and myself that just want liberty, freedom, and have the government out of our lives and quit spying on us and quit recording our conversations and all of this stuff, I mean… There's a point where the United States population is either going to have to go completely third party like you and I discussed, or we're going to have to buy some time with somebody like a Romney until Rand Paul or somebody like that can get Honestly, into a position where he can run an office. And so, you know, break it down from your perspective. What what are we what are we looking at here? In my opinion, like I told even my parents, even my sister and other people, you're in a situation that you have to vote for the lesser of two evils, or you just don't have to vote at all. But we've been in that situation. Romney, we've been in that situation. Yeah, what I mean, people yeah, don't understand it. Situation, but now it's a little bit different because now we have a we have a couple of things we're looking at. We're looking at okay, economic collapse. We're looking at okay, war with Iran. Mm-hmm. We're looking at you know some really a lot of monetary things. But of course, you have these fools up here talking about Mitt Romney taxes. <clears throat> you know his tax returns. Who cares about his tax returns? Why not? 
we how come why not we discussing the US debt? I don't care about this dude. I mean, yes, his tax returns would basically prove that he actually didn't have to pay a lot of taxes, yada yada. Okay, but we don't need we need to focus on issues that concern the American people that is important to us. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be focused on his tax returns. Let's actually ask hard questions. I mean, yeah, you get Obama. Okay, well, you know, you already got Obamacare. <laughs> okay. You get Mayor Romney, he's talking about appealing Obamacare. Newsflash, she won't be able to appeal Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, Mitt Romney, to me, Mitt Romney is a liar. He's a flat-out idiot. This guy, he says one thing, and then he says another thing. He doesn't remember him saying that. He double-talks. He's a flat-out idiot. He's no, not he, he's, I don't think he's so much an idiot. He's just, he's, just a, he's just a politician that's up there, and he's doing whatever – he's toting whatever the line is that's going to get him elected. He is, well, he well, is but, the epitome of a politician, so go ahead. I mean, but you, you don't see Obama saying one thing, and then you turn around, he says something different. No, but you have Mitt Romney. This dude says yes to one question, turn around, he say no to the same question that he said yes to. Mm-hmm. He's a liar. He's a double talker. Personally, I say you really don't need neither one of them as an office. Right, and and you know, obviously, in a perfect world, a Gary Johnson or somebody like that would be would be our best choice because he'd be the one that would stand up for liberty. He'd get rid of the TSA. He'd come and say all this stuff's unconstitutional. This is out. This is out, and this is out. But we're not at a point now, and as a nation, we're not at a point where we can that we can stray away from the two major factions and in in the big divide and conquer that they've run. Basically, the United States has been under psychological warfare for the past 20 years, and the reason that we've been under psychological warfare is what TJ and I talk about constantly at nauseum. It's a plan to bring, bring in global government and establish a one-world bank and a one-world currency. That's a stated plan. Now, whether you believe it or not, I don't care. Because the facts are out there. If you're too lazy to go look for it, if you're too lazy to get to get off your butt and go say, wow, this might really make a difference in my kid's life, in my life, in, in, in my parents' life, in my friend's life. If you're too lazy to do that, we can't help you. But what we're here doing is we're sounding the alarm bells. We're trying to point lights in the right direction saying, hey, quit looking at the, the man with the hand up the puppet. Quit looking at the puppet. Look at the man that's holding the puppet. Let's find out what's really going on here. Why is all this stuff really happening? Why is it happening in the way that it's happening? It's happening because it's been a plan. They've put this thing into motion like TJ talks about 60 years ago. They're like, we need to do this, but we can only do it in 20-year increments. Otherwise, the population will, will become aware of it, and then we won't be able to get what we want, which is a corporatist system that's – that has an that basically has a control grid through surveillance and and RFID chipping and all of that stuff that will be able to track you everywhere you go and you won't have any more freedoms anymore. So and then you're going to be all slaves to the corporate estate. So TJ, you know we got about two minutes left. Break it down for us, new world order if you want to take it there. But let's just talk about how we need to make this about real issues and, and what you think your solution is going to be for people to. To kind of you know find a direction and, and really drill down in the information and, and and see the overall scheme of things. Um, my final solution is that you need a third party. I, I I know you have the Libertarian Party. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you need a whole entire new party. Like I said before, which I agree with Webster Topley, um, that you need a whole entire new party that doesn't come from the establishment that is actually anti-establishment to actually to raise up to take them out. That's what you really need. Until you get that, you're going to be stuck with the same mode that the global elite are actually playing the Republicans and the Democrats on the same card. And what I can't figure out is how the population just does not get the fact that no matter, you know, new boss, same as the old boss kind of thing, whatever puppet they put in, the the goal is the same. I mean, it's come from Reagan's day. It has just been, you know, bigger and bigger government, more wars, less civil liberties. And whomever they put in there, it doesn't matter who they put in there because it's all just the same old thing. It's more wars, less civil liberties, more taxes, and eventually the population is just going to say no, but I don't think we're at that point yet. So, TJ, we're going to um, 
starting in September, we're going to start doing a uh, an alternative show. It's going to be much like the uh, Coast to Coast AM format. We're just going to open the phones up. We're going to open the floodgates to our to our friends, to our callers. People, if you want to talk about some interesting topics, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. But it's going to give TJ and I a break from getting so entrenched in this information and fighting so hard in this. It's going to get us an opportunity to kind of get into some other theories that we think are interesting and just have a conversation with everybody. So, TJ, you got any closing comments before we, we sign off today? Uh, not much. as um September, uh, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. That's right. We're going to move the show to um, first week in September. We're moving this show until 9 p.m. on Wednesday nights. Try to get a little bit more live listeners. We get a ton of downloads. So spread the word about the broadcast. Come join us on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock. Let's have a discussion, and let's talk about the real issues here in America. And let's talk about how we all need to get a friend, get informed, and get involved. And I've got a new saying, love liberty and get informed. It's that simple. TJ, thanks for being on board with us this morning. Everybody, get the broadcast out to people you know that love liberty, that want freedom. Say no to the TSA, and let's beat this new world order.